It was a dominant 48-22 victory in the Meadowlands, and 10 was the lucky number. That's Hassan Reddick getting number his 10th sack of the season. Miles Sanders rushing for his 10th touchdown. A.J. Brown, he catches his 10th touchdown of the season right here. And it was a day for everyone. Jalen Hurts, he rushes for his 10th touchdown on the ground. Welcome to the Post Game Show presented by Rico. I'm Gabriella DiGiovanni, joined by Fran Duffy and Ike Reese. I think you got you to gotta hold the ears today, Eagles fans. It's going down. Victory! Yes, indeed. Are we good? We got We're that. Good. We got it out. Got it We're out. great. Like, <laughs> we haven't seen a win like that up at MetLife, right? Ooh. When was the last time the Eagles blew the Giants out on the road this way? You could see it on the sideline. You could see it in the stands. There was a party up at MetLife for Eagles fans and for the entire team. Yeah, this team is scary right now. They are locked in. They're playing their best football. You look at what they've done over the last three weeks. I mean, they are easily the best team in football, and they have all three phases clicking right now. Special teams in the return. Uh, game. Great job today. The defense just smothering on this Giants offense. And then the Eagles offense today. Pretty much able to move the ball at will through the air early when they needed to, but on the ground mostly when they wanted to. Great job today by that offensive line. Jalen Hurts operating with efficiency as he's done all year long. Just really a total team effort going on the road in an environment that the Eagles don't typically play well in. You know, the last two times there's been losses up there in the Meadowlands. Great job by Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff getting this team mentally prepared to go on the road and play a team. Listen, you can easily play down to your competition. You can easily get lulled to sleep when you're facing a team like the New York Giants that on paper don't necessarily look like they pose a threat to you. But I like what the Eagles mentality is right now, which is play to their own standards. They have set a standard that they want to play and meet almost perfection every week. And regardless of who the opponent is, right now they are locked in and they're playing the best best football uh, best football in the NFL. They were explosive on offense. They were destructive on defense. Seven sacks for that unit. Outstanding on third down again. They get back in the turnover category with that sack fumble from Brandon Graham. Just both sides of the football. The special teams making plays in this game as well. Boston Scott explosive in the kick return unit. This has just been a really, really decisive win here for this Eagles team. Past three weeks, 40 points on the Packers, 35 on the Titans, and 48 on the Giants. They shut down Aaron Jones, shut down Derrick Henry. Saquon Barkley was a little limited today, but they also shut down Daniel Jones because his legs are just as much of a threat. So from an offensive perspective, they put up the points, and from a defensive perspective, they put a stop on every weapon that's been on the football field on the other side for three weeks in a row now. Yeah, and you can tell they came into this game with a mental focus that they didn't necessarily want to play down to any type of uh, competition. They want to force the Giants to play up to the Eagles' standards, and the Giants just weren't able to keep up. Eagles jumped out on this team early, like I said, through the air, uh, Wink Martindale, you want to bring pressure, try to blitz this offense. Jalen Hurts in that first half, great job being decisive with where he wanted to go with the football, the touchdown pass to Devontae Smith. My goodness, great pass, even a better catch from Devontae Smith concentrating on the ball, not worrying about the contact that he may get. He didn't even get the contact, was able to take that ball in the end zone. And when they got up 21 to nothing, you almost felt like this game was in hand. Giants tried to make a little bit of a push there, but I like what the Eagles were able to do right before the half. Big kickoff return. They got they were able to get a field goal in there, and I thought they at that point put out any chance the Giants had in coming back in this game. Yeah, we talked about that in the kickoff show, right, Ella? Was the the fact that if this Eagles team could get out fast on this Giants squad, that they knew, that New York would not be able to play from behind the sticks and get back into this football game. And Ike, you mentioned it. Jalen was an absolute heater opening to open this game. Open 9 of 10. You saw a couple of those touchdown throws, and even some of the ones that didn't go for big plays. Impressive, impressive throws from Jalen Hurts. And that's the thing. These last two weeks, a lot of this production it is not coming from RPOs and screen passes. You're seeing the traditional drop-back pass game down the field, attacking at all three levels. Jalen Hurts playing very, very quality football right now. And they're setting the tone in every game that they've played in. In the past six of seven games, their opening drive has resulted in a touchdown. So yeah. when they open these games, they're saying, look, we're the Philadelphia Eagles. This is how we're going to play ball. You have to catch up with us. And I think that says a lot about kind of the grit that this team has. But you have to think about, too, there was some juice 
that went into this game because if they want to accomplish the things they want to accomplish this season, it starts with the NFC East. So to pick up this game on the road in the NFC East, take down a team that they're in the playoff hunt just as much as the Eagles are, it's, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, and that's what I mean by they they had the right mental approach to this game. And it doesn't start on Sunday. It starts on Tuesday when you start to prepare for your next week's opponent. So that means you're putting in the proper amount of time preparation-wise to make sure you go over all the details that you need to study to get prepared for this New York Giants offense. We knew that the Giants would struggle trying to throw the ball, but Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, when he's healthy, pose a real threat in the running game. And we know Daniel Jones with his legs has hurt this Eagles defense in the past. To me, all those things allowed the Eagles to prepare for this game with the with the proper amount of attention to detail that they needed. That you know what? You know, on the outside, you may look at this game and say, okay, this is an easy game for the Eagles. They should go up there and blow this team out. But if you as the team don't necessarily prepare properly, that's how you wind up finding yourself in a, in a close game. And you could tell the Eagles, by the way they played early, they started winning this game early in the week preparing for it. Open the game. Touchdown, touchdown, touchdown on offense. You open the game defensively, punt punt, punt, couple sacks, some TFLs in there. So creating explosive plays on both sides of the football. Like you talked about stopping the run. Saquon Barkley went for 26 yards today. Daniel Jones went for 28 yards today. Gary Brightwell, who got a chunk of the yardage uh, for uh, behind Saquon Barkley, 23 yards today. So the run defense was swarming. The pass rush was devastating. The way that they were able to get after Daniel Jones, make him feel uncomfortable from the jump. We mentioned seven sacks, but how many of those incompletions were due to the pressure getting home and four Forcing Aaron throws. So the defense is all over the place. The offense continues to be explosive and efficient. This, is, this team is, again, just a complete team victory. Seven team sacks, like you said. BG was responsible for three yeah. of those. He was all over the football field today. But when you talk about the pressure, we mentioned it in the kickoff show, how important that would be because Daniel Jones has played considerably well under pressure this season. Uh, he kept the, the ball uh, protected. He didn't yep. throw any interceptions. But the pressure just became too much for him. Darius Slayton didn't get his first reception until the fourth quarter. So he just didn't have enough time to even yep. find his, his leading weapon down the field. Yeah, great job from the scheme today from uh, Jonathan Gannon. Not using a lot of blitzes to get after Daniel Jones. You know he's an athletic quarterback back there, so you know he has the ability to extend plays with his legs. But they got after Daniel Jones with that four-man pressure today. And those guys did a great job up front winning their one-on-one situations. We saw Brandon Graham turn back the clock, three sacks today for him. I thought Josh Wett set the tone early, mm-hmm. beating Thomas around the corner. That's their number one overall draft pick from a couple years ago. Josh Wett had no problem beating him off the snap of the ball. That's how you keep an offense in check, is when you don't have to bring the extra guys, when you can get pressure by just bringing four guys, and it allows you to put four guys, I mean more guys, back in coverage. And it's funny, looking at the, the lack of blitz from the Eagles, the, the, the lack of necessity to blitz. Then you go to the other side, the Giants blitz more than anybody. And what do we talk about pregame is that the, the Eagles' ability to create those explosive plays against the blitz. How many times did we see early on in this game, first half, the Giants sending extra rushers at Jalen Hurts and Jalen making them pay? Certainly on that fourth down play to Devontae Smith, 41 yards for a touchdown, but it was the case on the 33-yarder to A.J. Brown for six points as well. So Jalen continuing to execute against the blitz. That is going to be a very, very valuable tool for this offense moving into the postseason, which, by the way, clinching that playoff victory today with the win, also very, very big for this team as well. We're going to keep rolling here on the postgame show, but I want to remind fans to head to the Facebook comments for our Ask Ike segment. You can ask Ike any questions you may have, and we'll get to them right here on the show. You mentioned A.J. Brown. We're talking Miles Sanders. Big days for both of them, both surpassing the 1,000-yard mark on the season. A.J. Brown, he's done it two other times. Miles Sanders, this is his first time eclipsing 1,000 yards. Uh, The way that he's been able to play so well this season, what kind of advantage does he give this Eagles offense? Because we see a day like today, we think it's all going to get done on the ground. It's rainy, it's wet up at MetLife. They start out passing. It was looking very strong, and then Miles Sanders goes up. Career high day for him, and he hits that 1,000-yard mark. I said this in the the summer, Fran and and Ella, that this Eagles offense, 
the X factor in this offense would be Miles Sanders. And if Miles Sanders plays to the potential in which they envision him playing when they drafted him, it would take this offense into a, to the next level. And that's really what it's done. You know, a lot of the attention has gone to the quarterback, and rightfully so. He is the front runner for the MVP hands down right now, but Miles Sanders being a complimentary runner to what Jalen Hurts done, does and it's sometimes, in some games, really being the bell cow where you can give the ball to him almost 20 times a game. That's the difference in Miles Sanders as a runner today and how he's running. Behind his pads, making guys miss when need be. Uh, playing with a sort of physical nature and an authoritative running style that you envision him having or hope that he would have. And he really has stepped into that franchise back mode this year. Really happy to see that Miles is taking his game to the next level because we all saw it when he was drafted. All right, I got to cut you off. Like three sacks today for Brandon Graham, and he joins us at the podium. That's one box we can check, check off. You know, we're not done yet. Um, I feel great on, you know, just us reaching our goals of, you know, making the playoffs postseason. Uh, but, man, we got so much more more game and more ball to go. We just got to make sure we finish like we want to. And, you know, great great first step. Do you have incentives in your contract for sacks? <laughs> well, you know, get as many as you can. No incentives, though. But just, you know, just trying to help the team. How did it feel to have that kind of a game now? Three of them? It felt good, man. You know, it's been a minute since I had three in the game. Uh, the Jets was the last game um, I had three. So, um, man, I'm just just happy at this age, you know, just just still trying to stay stay relevant, stay helping the team. BG, what's impressed you most about uh, the entire group from a pass rush perspective? I just feel like we hungry. I mean, if anything, man, them boys motivated me even more today to make sure that, like, you know, I make my rushes count because, I mean, Hassan was just beating up on uh, 73 today, and you were seeing him. He was on the sideline mad because he was one step away every time. And, you know, uh, it's just it's just cool that everybody, uh, once we do what we're supposed to do and that stop the run, you know, everybody just knowing our strength is, as, a pass, as pass rushers and how hungry we all are to try to get out there and make, make them count. I mean, I'm just, just thankful for the group because we all motivating each other. Are you at the beginning stages of playing your best football? Is this kind of part of that push to start, you know, upping, upping your game a little bit towards as they head towards if anything, you know that's the, that's when you want to get hot. You want to get hot towards the end so that you can carry over to the next to the uh, to the playoffs. And like you said, man, things is coming together. Special teams playing better. Um, I mean, even though we got a punt block today, uh, we came back and you know we 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 handled them like we supposed to. But that's the that's the little stuff that we got to stay working on, making sure that we don't have those hiccups because in in good in, in against a good team, you know they're gonna make us pay for that. And so we just gotta make sure we just keep cleaning up and want to clean it up. And I just think that, yeah, man, we playing our best. Our best ball is, is starting to happen now towards the end of the, uh, before we make this run. Does there any sacks mean anything to you? Man, you know it do. <laughs> you know it do. This will be my first time, you know, this year if, uh, if, I can, if I can do it. I got four games left. You know that's on my mind. But at the end of the day, I'm just going to do like today. It came today, three. Didn't even know it was going to come like that. But just happy that, um, you know, we just got the win at the end of the day. Is there any extra juice for this game for you after missing last season, missing this game, and it was a tough loss up here last year? Oh yeah, for sure. We that was talked about uh, just how they did us last year, and, and I wasn't even I was here, but I wasn't a uh, part of it because you know I tore my Achilles last year, and of course you know it's been on my mind to be out here and try to you know be the best that I could be this year. Let them know that I still got some more juice left uh, in the tank, and yeah, man, I'm just having fun, honestly. In clinching the playoffs, you said it, it checks a box. Mm -hmm. You've obviously played long enough to not take that for granted. Oh, yeah. So, no teams like this don't come around too often. So, how do you guys kind of view it in the locker room? Just, you know, hey, y'all, that's the, just the first step. This the first step to the of the goals that we set for ourselves. Make it the postseason, win the division. Uh, we ain't won a division yet because obviously we got four more, but we made the playoffs, got a spot. Uh, but. You know, yeah, man, we just got so much more that we got to accomplish. And at the end of the day, it's the, the ultimate thing is to get a ring. Or I ain't going to say it's – I just say this. It's a great season so far. Let's just stay stay, stay focused. Stay focused on the task at hand, and that's getting that ring. How did clinching today compare to other times you clinched in the locker room afterwards? Man, you know what? We I clinched in some places. I clinched in Dallas one year. Uh, clinched in – well, I clinched in Dallas two years. Uh but, you know, the clinch right now to get to the playoffs, man, with four games left, that's a first for me because we usually have to wait to the end, you know, to somebody win a division. So, um, 
yeah, I'm just, man, thankful for this team, uh, trying to make sure we take full advantage of the, the opportunities when they come. And, man, I'm just trying to enjoy one day at a time with these boys because we know next year is going to be next year. But, you know, this team is what we do now. And so I want to make sure we take full advantage of it. What do you mean for the defense to get those two long offensive drives at the beginning of the game? Uh, you know what? It's I know how it go. Um, um, the first 15 plays, I mean, you're just trying to see how they're hitting you. And, you know, they made some plays in there, but I feel like uh, we just had to stay focused, stay coming, uh, making sure we stay after Saquon because we knew their running game was, you know, something that they was definitely going to try to do. And, um, yeah, man, I just I just know we adjusted well as the game went. I meant from your offense. Oh, 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 you're talking about us. Oh, it, help, it helps us, you know, uh, keep, keeps us fresh at least, you know, staying on the sideline, uh, seeing the offense, you know, wear their defense down a little bit because those long drives definitely wear you down after a while if you don't get off the field. And um, I'm just happy to, the offense, you know, went down and scored both. We went up 14. Um, was it 21 at one point? Yeah, 21. Um, and, man, this, that definitely helps, and it changed the mindset of um, the offensive coordinator on their side on what he can call trying to make sure that he, um, you know, get, get them back in the game. And up, up front, we know that they got to pass the ball in order, to, in order for that to happen. So we just licking our chops at the end of the day. Brandon, can you talk about, uh, you know, everything starts up front on the opposite line. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the, you know, how you guys play with gap integrity and the linebackers just can free flow all game long? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we knew getting off the rock was number one. And like you said, we want to play on their side of the ball. And so I think that uh, in the middle, interior-wise, interior, interior wise, um, you know, them boys was knocking the boys back. And, you know, we knew on the edge what we was going to do. But it was just more about just playing together. And I think, uh, yeah, everybody was just taking care of the run first before we started, you know, playing for the pass. And when it was time to play for the pass, we knew it wasn't no run. We wasn't. We ain't. We ain't planning to run no more. <laughs> so you know, it's, it was. It was cool to make sure that we checked that box first before we actually went out and uh, went after uh, the quarterback. Can we get a few more for BG. Everyone good? Awesome. Thanks, BG. Thanks. He's a vet, and he's still got three sacks on the day in a big divisional game. But uh, his alma mater, that team up north, they took to Twitter, giving him a bunch of love. Let's see what they said. A three-sack day for Brandon Graham, hashtag Walter Payton Man of the Year Challenge, hashtag Pro Bowl Vote. Hashtag, which is a good go, hashtag go blue. I, I, <laughs> you don't want to say that one? <laughs> Guys, come on. Listen, You're lucky I read the tweet. You can right now. Come on. Yes. <laughs> but it's a good reminder, it's a good reminder yes. to get your Pro Bowl vote, yes. votes in. Yes. Well, he is one of the few things that I like about that team up north. <laughs> um, who doesn't love Brandon Graham? Um, <laughs> awesome job by him today. Three sacks. Fletch, he got you by two today. So him and Fletcher out there. Fletcher was able to get one. Brandon mm-hmm. was able to get three. It, it truly is awesome to see Brandon coming back from that Achilles heel injury. You don't have an injury like that at this stage of your career and make a full recovery. And so Brandon being able to do that is just a testament to the hard work that he's put in, the trainers and the staff that helped him get through that. But it's great to see that smile out there, man. You, you Sometimes you forget how much you miss Brandon's personality yeah. being up there at the podium. And we certainly missed that last year. It's great to have him back this year. And just to give a quick tease to that Walter Payton Man of the Year video that went out earlier this week on Eagles Entertainment, all Eagles digital channels. Go check out when Brandon Graham found out that he was the honoree for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Uh, but bring your box of tissues. Uh, bring, a few <laughs> yeah. in, bring a few with you. Uh, you will need it because I know I did uh, watching it at my desk. Very well done. Uh, let's go back to the offense a little bit. Devontae Smith had a great day. That touchdown, uh, friend's going to break down a little later yep. on in the show. The way he's been used in this offense, and we've been talking about him for the past few weeks because you feel like you don't hear enough about Devontae Smith and you look at his numbers and he's still Devontae Smith. Yeah, and, and you know what? He probably had a couple uncharacteristic drops out there today that I know he'll tell you that he usually makes those catches. And you're right, he had a quiet day today, except for that big explosive touchdown. You look at his that numbers. That was a big boy touchdown. Yeah, that was a big boy <laughs> touchdown. But I love the consistency that we get out of Devontae Smith. Says very little, 
comes out, puts his hard hat on every day. He knows the other wide receiver is getting a lot of fanfare. Devontae just typically takes advantage of his opportunities when they present itself. Got to be happy for that young man as well because I know how hard he works, and he's still the best route runner on the team without question. And also their go-to weapon on third down. Yeah. He showed up a number of times on third down in this game. That first one, an outstanding throw from Jalen Hurts and a great route from Devontae. You couldn't ask for more from either guy on that play. So Devontae Smith continuing to shine uh, both inside and outside, doing a lot of work from the slot. That 41-yard touchdown came from inside as well from an empty set. We've talked a lot about that this year, what the Eagles have done when Jalen Hurts is in the backfield by himself. So a lot of different layers here to this offense and some different signature tools that allow Jalen to be at his best. Now you're talking about third down. Their third down efficiency today, six for 11. It's an area where this Eagles team has has been very successful this season. How, how much does that benefit a football team when they can con convert on third down? It seems like an obvious uh, question to ask because being efficient on third down is so important, but the way that they've been able to do it and, and stay consistent in, in, in doing it, why is that so important? And most of these opportunities, it's important because you want to be able to sustain drives, right? right? And you want to be able to get into a rhythm. You know, those coaches over there have that playbook you know they can't go into that playbook deep if you don't have sustained drives out there so you got to be able to give them six seven eight play drives so they can get deep into that playbook and you saw that on that eight minute touchdown drive I believe yeah. it was the first drive yeah, was that the first drive play. yeah that 14 play drive where the Eagles could go deep in their playbook Fran mentioned a couple of those empty sets there you get you get you get Jalen out there operating like a point guard where he seems to be in control and here's what I believe is also key for them and why they're able to convert those third downs. Most of those third downs are in manageable situations. So they do a good job on first and second down, giving themselves the opportunity to convert third downs that are manageable. And even when they sometimes have the third downs where it has to be third and long, they're able to get those two. All right, Ike, we got to go. Head coach Sirianni, he's at the podium. Yeah, you know, actually, they said that to me in there. I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice. I mean, it's, yeah, we got we got way bigger goals, and it's on to the next one. So um, uh, it's nice to get this win here because uh, we know this is a good football team. Uh, it's nice to come out here and play good on the road, and, and, and we'll move on to the next one, enjoy this one for a little bit, and move on to the next one. What's it like putting up this type of performance after a rough game here last season? Yeah, you know, I, I don't think we think through that. Like, we don't think about that, la like, what happened last year. I mean, this is a whole new team. This is a whole new coaching staff on their side. This is, this is a two different teams playing. So that really, it just feels good to go out there and, and, and perform uh, offense, defense, and special teams, uh, you know, to really well and, uh, and beat a good football team out there. And so... Uh, that we're, that's not in our mind. Again, when we when you think about when we talk about dog mentality, it is literally learn from your mistakes, but move on from your mistakes. And that and that mistake happened a long time ago, and with a different team, with a different different group of guys, and and we're on to this year, and we're, we'll we'll learn from the mistakes we made in this game. We'll learn from the things that we did well in this game, and and try to take that on to our next game. Nick, did you get Miles Sanders a game ball? And how important was it for him to have this kind of performance in this game? Yeah, not, there's only a couple times I've given game balls after a game. If, if, what do you have? 100? What do you have? 144. 144. Yeah, he'll get a game ball. All right, so you just Miles, you'll get a game ball. He knows he'll know he knows he'll already get one of those, and so uh, he'll get one from that, and uh, it's good. I mean, first first time he's went over a thousand. He's been great all year. Um, he's ran the ball hard. He's protected his butt off. He's protected the football, um, and he's just playing really good football right now. Just the fact that he's healthier this year has been a difference. Yeah. I think I see his play improving too. You know, he's he's always we've always been able to count on Miles, and we know we, we know he missed some time uh, last year with some some injuries with the uh, with the ankle, but it is it's it's both and right. It's it's that he's out he's been out there every single game, and we, he's improving as a player, and that's our goal as a team is how do we get better every single day as a team? How do we get better every every single day as an individual? And Miles is a is a great example of that because he's improved his game not only running the football but all those other things that I just talked about. And what do you think clicked early? Those first two drives they were both long, they were both sustained. What do you think clicked early Yeah, it's not easy sustaining drives th that long in this league. But, you know, we, we were really good on third down and some, some third down areas. Um, you know, we we put it in our players' hands to go for it on fourth down in, in one of those areas. And, and Devontae and, and uh, Jalen went out and made a big-time play. So it was being able to – 
convert on in third down scenarios and, and be able to keep the sticks uh, moving. And again, it was Jalen was I felt like Jalen was just in complete control. There's a there's a play that he hits Miles on the on the sideline on a check down where he didn't force anything. The, the defense dictated where the ball went. He took it to Miles and we got eight yards off of that, which I thought was an awesome play. Um, and he was just in complete control there. So it was it was the conversions on third down and it was also the just really good quarterback play by Jalen. This the first 12 in season of your career, and, and a, a lot of teams you've been a part of had to fall into the postseason. So, what does it say that it's not that significant to you? That, that it, it's, <laughs> you know, I, I, I talked, you know, asked, Elliot asked the question about me and getting in the playoffs. I guess that is nice that you don't have to sit there and wait uh, to see, um, hey, am I getting in? But we know our goals are, are higher. We want to win the division, and, um, and that, that takes one game at a time. Uh, because we know that the Cowboys are playing really, really good football, and so yeah, it's nice. That's that's a nice part of it. You don't have to sit there and say who's this team playing and who's that team playing. You just handle your own business, and uh, we'll, hopefully, I'll just I'll do that from here on out this instead of waiting. Stretch of recent games from Jalen. I mean, what can you say about the level he's playing at? Yeah, really high level. Um, really high level. Um, you guys have seen it. He's playing really good, and and we're in the team. I mean, the last three games we've scored. Has it been 40, 44? And I don't know if one of them wasn't 40, but last week was 35. Um, but that's that's good quarterback play. It's good offensive line play. It's good tight end play. That's good receiver play. It's good running back play. It's good quarterback play. And he touches the ball every time. So that's it's big time play by him. Our offensive line's just done a great job. I think the the tight ends have really stepped up. It was really nice to see those guys. They blocked their butts off today. And then they also made plays when it, when it came to them uh, in the passing game. And so uh, that was really good to see. Everybody's stepping up. Quez has stepped up. And, and you know, you got a, you got an injury to Dallas Goddard. It, it takes everybody. And, uh, and, and, they've, and they've accomplished that. You feel like off to beaten track, and it's a while after the game. Watching you on the sidelines, you're very emotional. Have you always been this kind of emotional guy on the sidelines. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I definitely think so. Um, uh, you know, there's a there's a picture that I love of my dad um, yelling. I don't know who he's yelling at, but 1978, I think the picture was taken. He's got these plaid pa pants on. That was the style then. He's coaching. He's got his headset kind of ripped off, and, and he's got these, uh, he's kind of got, I don't know if he had a Fu Manchu or if he just had big lamb chops of, of sideburns off to get the picture for you, but and he's, he's going crazy, and uh, and it being emotional, this is an emotional game. Um, and so um, it's it's fun to be able to, to, to go out there and show your emotion and, and get excited when you need to get excited, get mad when you need to get mad, but then be able to move on and play the play the next play. So I'm gonna blame that on my dad. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I've always, I think I've always been emotional and, and football, I think it's a little easier to be emotional because you got 40 seconds to the next play until you're, you, you got, you know, Shane's calling the play. I can do what I need to do and then, and then get myself back in the mode. Or I know I had a, I had a big time issue in basketball. If I turned it over, I'd be there. I, I'd had a hard time with that because the turnover is so quick. But uh, yeah, I think that's always how I've been. And uh, yeah. On both sides, couple more folks. On both sides of the ball, do you feel that you all are in the beginning stages of starting to play your best football, or you're coming into January and all that? It's a process, and you want to be able to continue to to elevate as the season goes on, and so. You know, hopefully you're starting to play your best football around this time. I think that we got really good players on this team. We got really good coaches on this team, and we're we're we've we've shown these last three three weeks that we keep getting better, and that's just got to be the 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 goal here. And that's how we that's how we go about our our goals. Uh, during the week, we want to make sure we're meeting with high, high detail. We want to make sure we're walking through full speed to the snap. And we want to make sure we have high, high intensity at practice because that's, the, that's to us what, how you get better. When, you, when it's, it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, when you're getting better and then you're able to go out there and perform. So, you know, uh, you know hopefully we continue to do that. Um, and I know we got the right uh, leaders on this team and the right guys on this team that understand the importance of that. And we'll go back to work. Uh, we'll enjoy this one, go back to work tomorrow and, uh, and uh, see if we can get better next week. Yeah, one more thoughts. Would Jane have kept going if, uh, he, if this were a competitive I, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to get more information. I, I usually come here and talk to you guys, and then I get to talk to the doctors, and then uh, I'll figure a little bit more out. So I, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure quite yet. After the sit-boss injury, what was the sideline like scrambling to make a plan there? Yeah, I don't know if scramble's the right word, uh, you know, because I think, I, I know Coach Clay and Coach Panunzio and Coach Brown were, out, were on top of it. Unfortunately, you practice those things and you hope they don't have to come to uh, fruition, but you, you practice them and you get ready for them. Just like, 
if God forbid something happened to the quarterback, you did you do the same thing there. And so you have backups. You have to, you know, with the the roster the sizes the way they are, you have to ha be ready for that. And so it was just, hey, we might not like what's going on right here, but here's the plan. Here's Covey, you go to holder. Jake, you go to punter. And we'll, let's get through this and let's 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 make sure we're on top of it everywhere else, right? Snap, Rick, you got to be great with the snap to Covey, and and Jake, you got to be great with your operation because it's just a little different. And Rick in the in the punt team, you got to be great with your, your operation right here um, when we go punt. And so the guys did a nice job of that. So it, I don't think it was a scramble because of how much preparation uh, goes into each and everything. And Coach Clay uh, deserves a lot of credit for that. All right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, everybody. Coach is happy with the win, happy that they're headed to the playoffs, but he said the goals are much bigger than this. Well, uh, Eagles fans, some alum, they've been taken to Twitter. Let's see what they had to say. Everyone's excited about the Eagles' future here. Rob McElhinney, oh my God, hashtag fly, Eagles, fly. Who's up next? Shady. Shady. <laughs> he's excited about Miles Sanders the day he's had. He said, let's go, bro, bro. Who's up next? RG3. The Eagles are head over heels the best team in the NFL. Hard yeah. to argue that, Hard right? Hard to argue that. Does he mean head and shoulders? No. But head over heels? <laughs> yeah, that's, he's got uh, two. Maybe. Okay, okay. It's, it's well, let's just take the compliment. Yes, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, He's not in Washington anymore, right? He's not. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I think he's been a big fan of the Eagles yes. this year. Well, how can you not be a big fan of this football team? Uh, the way that they play every week. I think you look at this football team and – you know, Jalen Hurts is a guy that people want to root for, that people want to see succeed. Anytime you come out and you overcome people's expectations of you, you're usually going to get support behind you. And I think people are fans of Jalen watching him play. It's a great brand of football. And then having Shady out there, we know he and Miles are close to Pennsylvania, Western uh, Pennsylvania guys. And uh, I love the fact that Miles paid homage to a shady today. That's what Shady was referring yeah. to. The shady bounce. The what Shady used to do in the end zone. I hope we got I hope we're like jiffing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When he scored a touchdown. <laughs> Come on, give it to us one more time, Mike. Let's, so, let's no, 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 no. <laughs> Great job by Miles uh paying homage to yeah. the guys before him. So uh, it's a lot of us as as alumni that are proud of this football team and loving what we're seeing that they're doing. Yeah, I think it's just, again, it kind of speaks to the way that this team is executing on both sides of the football. When you were talking about Jalen, it made me start thinking, it's like every week now, he's breaking some kind of record or setting some kind of milestone. I know they ran, ran a graphic on the broadcast saying that he's the first player in the history of the NFL, quarterback-wise, to rush for 10 touchdowns in two straight seasons. First quarterback Crazy. in NFL history. When you think about the dynamic players that have played that position over over the course of the history of the league, for him to be the first player to do it says something, especially with four games left to go. Another record today, too, was Hertz's 10 rushing touchdowns, Sanders' 10 rushing, and A.J. Brown's 10 receiving touchdowns. It was the first time in team history to have three players with 10-plus touchdowns, which when you think about all the great players that have played for the Eagles organization, the fact that this is yeah. the first time it's ever done is pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, when you look at this offense, uh, I'm just thinking of in recent history – of this organization, this could be the best offense that we've had from an overall standpoint. You think about the 2004 team we had with T.O. being a part of the team and Brian Westbrook in his breakout season as a, as a featured back, I think this offense is more complete. You know, T.O. may be the better individual player, but as a complete offense, I think this offense is more complete because Jalen has a dynamic to his game that at that stage Donovan just didn't have in his game from the running standpoint. And they're going to continue to set records. The league is set up for the offense to be able to do that. And the fact that you have Devontae Smith on the opposite side of A.J. Brown, it just makes for a balanced attack. And Dallas Goddard, when he gets back in there, you're also talking about another Pro Bowl yeah. caliber player. This offensive line, the best in football. You're looking at arguably the best offensive unit we've seen around here ever. And what stands out to me about it is that, you know, it's something we talk about a lot, the versatility and the, the yeah. constantly having an answer to what defenses are throwing at them. Whatever kind of game the opponent wants to play, the Eagles offense is going to go in and say, okay, you want to blitz us? All right, we, here's the way we're going to beat the blitz. And early on in the season, we led the NFL in screens against the blitz. And so that, that's going to be our tool. Well, teams started to take that away. So now how do they respond? Well, now we're going to go bombs away over the top. And you've got to stop A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. If you're going to send extra rushers – 
at Jalen Hurts, you better bet your butt you can cover those two guys on the perimeter because now the Eagles have the most explosive offense against the Blitz in the entire NFL. Always finding different ways. It's like the Terminator. Every time you find one little flaw, they, all of a sudden they run an update, and now it's like, all right, we're coming back at you with a new iteration. That's what this offense is. It's just so much fun. No matter what you throw at it, they're going to come back with some kind of an answer. Well, the NFL has chimed in on Twitter. Let's see what they have to say. And then they said we wouldn't be 12 and 1. Look at the smiles on those faces. Hashtag fly, Eagles fly. Everybody is vibing with the Eagles on this football Sunday. Uh, but kind of going off of what you said, Fran, about all the ways that the Eagles offense can get things done. From a defensive perspective, Ike, when you're game planning against the Eagles, you're the Chicago Bears, you're putting on this Giants film this week, where do you begin? It's difficult um, because what you what you want to try to do as a defense is to force an offense out of their comfort zone. You want to take away what they like to do best and make them uncomfortable. And so you can't do that with this Eagles offense because they feel just as comfortable running the football as they do throwing the football. So if you want to load up to try to stop A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and force Jalen Hurts to beat you running the football by giving them a light box – Two, two, uh, two safeties high, then guess what? The Eagles will, will oblige you by running the football down your throat with Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts. And if you want to load up on the box to try to stop the run, then Jalen Hurts has the ability to throw the ball on the outside because you have um, dynamic playmakers on the outside. And while we're talking about the offense, let's give Shane Steichen a lot of credit mm, yeah. because he's the play designer back there. And more importantly, he's the play caller back there. So when you're in a rhythm out there, you're looking for something that plays off of the last play you just ran. And so for an offensive coordinator to be in rhythm and being able to dial up plays that keeps a defense on his heels, it, it just makes it that much more difficult for a defense because you don't know where to load up to try to stop this Eagles offense. And that's where the complimentary football aspect of it comes into play because when you have an offense that is going to beat you every which way and then you have a defense that is going to make you play left-handed going into the game saying, hey, you know what? You have Justin Jefferson. We're going to take out Justin Jefferson. You're not going to beat us with Justin Jefferson. Derrick Henry, we're going to hold you to 30 yards, make you have a game where you don't break a tackle for the first time in three years. Oh, you want to run the ball with Saquon? We're going to keep you under 30 yards. Whatever the game is, the Eagles more often than not this season have come in and say, you know what? We're going to shut down your number one offensive weapon. We're going to make you feel uncomfortable and we're going to count on our offense to build up a lead. That's the thing is that both sides work hand in hand consistently with this football team. They jump out to that early lead. They throw, they throw, they throw. And we said it's we're coming out of halftime. Ellen and I were sitting watching the game together, and I'm looking through the stats, and the Eagles ran for 61 yards in the first half. And I said, Ella, they're going to run for 61 on this drive. They ran for, what was it, 65 uh, on the drive. They came out, and they ran the football. And that's the thing is that this is a complementary football team, everything helping each other, offense, defense, and special teams. We always talk about how Jalen Hurts never gets too high, never gets too low. Well, we got some footage that perfectly describes Jalen Hurts <laughs> right here. All right, look. Everybody's AJ Brown, this is outstanding. Wes Watkins, <laughs> they are feeling good. They're having fun. They're smiling. Look at Jalen Hurts. Job's not done yet. You wouldn't know if they were winning, losing, in a tie. Who knows? Is he having the best game of his life, the worst game of his life? Who knows? That is Jalen <laughs> Hurts to a T right there. Yeah, and it's it's so rare with a young player. Like you just don't normally get that with young players. And the fact that he has a sense of maturity about himself, it allows him to effectively be a leader out there and so he's constantly thinking about what's next staying a play ahead staying a series ahead and that's what you want from your quarterbacks the receivers the running backs <laughs> they can have fun over there to your to, to the left but he as a quarterback he's already thinking about what's next and what are we doing what are we doing the next time we go back out there because he's the one I love this quote what did he what did he say he said Instead of gauging the temperature in the room, oh, oh, yeah. I am the he, said, he yeah. said, be the thermostat. So yep. in other words, he's the one who sets the temperature mm -hmm. in the room, and he lives by that model. So that doesn't surprise me that he's on the sideline completely locked in. You know he's sitting there thinking about one of like his 10 incompletions on the day <laughs> or like the three and out and not the four touchdown drives to start the game. Yeah. Uh, you know that's what he's thinking about in that scenario. So I think it's interesting this week when I was talking to Slay at his locker, I said, is there some more juice playing the Giants? Because to accomplish anything, it starts in the NFC East. We already talked about this. But he said, there is. He said, but our goals are bigger than this. We want to buy in the playoffs.
playoffs. Right. So as a player, how important is it to have that type of motivation? I mean, going into this game, they're 11 and one. They're now 12 and one. But to know that we're still playing for more, they're already in the playoffs. They yeah. they clinched a playoff berth. But as a player, how important is that motivation to keep going, to keep wanting more? It's huge, and it starts with your leaders. And I bet you they set that tone earlier in the week. Forget about the opponent we're facing. This is basically a faceless opponent. We have our own standards and our own goals that we're trying to achieve. And attaining the number one seed, obviously getting in the playoffs first and foremost, winning the NFC East. You want to win the division because you assure yourself you're going to have a home playoff game. And then trying to lock up that number one seed. It's a lot easier to make it to the promised land if they have to come through your building and you have one less game to play so we know what that was like for us in 2017 considering those circumstances I don't know if we don't have home field advantage do we make it to the Super Bowl in 2017 so that's how important it is and the fact that they're going to have that bye week will allow for guys to base or if they get the bye week I should say we haven't locked it in yet it'll allow for guys to basically rest up and heal up and be ready to go and that's the thing is that all these milestones all they are is just stepping stones to get to that ultimate goal and there's a bunch of analogies that coaches will use to illustrate that point. You know, it, it's the mountaintop. You're not getting to the top of the mountain without those first 100 steps, right? So being able to go step by step by step for this team, that's something that this Eagles offense, this Eagles defense, they talk about consistently, and you know they're going to continue to do so as these milestones start to be reached here on the back stretch of the season. It is the backstretch of the season. When you see what's coming down the pike, there's two more games on the road. They're going to play the Giants again, the Saints at home to – to those last few games are going to close things out. Uh, all very different teams. That Dallas game is going to mean a lot yeah. on Christmas Eve. But do you think these players are looking ahead, or is it right now it's Chicago and Chicago only? This is the hard part right here, Ella, Fran, is trying to stay week to week. You know, when you go take care of business, it's New York Giants. Now you're sitting at 12 and one. It's hard not to look ahead. They know they're going to Chicago next week. And believe me, they know what lies ahead Christmas Eve night down in Dallas. They understand that. The key is to not look past the Chicago Bears and make sure you take care of that business first. And you got good veteran leadership here that I think is going to make sure these guys stay focused on the task at hand. And as long as you respect your opponent, the Chicago Bears, you'll prepare as if they're 12 and one. You won't worry about what their record is. You know you're going on the road. And that's what I like. I like that this game is on the road because it almost uh, forces you to lock in. You're not playing at home where you get that sort of false sense of security where you believe you're going to win the game no matter what. It's in your building. When you're on the road, there's a us against the world mentality. They can lock in. There's less distractions when you go on the road. It's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. So you don't have to worry about them going out anywhere while they're there. And they know they have to go out there and take care of business so that the the game the following week doesn't have as much pressure on them going down to Dallas. So, you know, I I like the veteran leadership on this team. They've shown us that they know how to get prepared for the opponents no matter who it is. The game against Washington, the one game that they lost, in my opinion, that wasn't because there was a lack of respect for their opponent or a lack of preparation. That's just one of those games like out of many. This is, yeah. It's just going to happen. Yep. Sure. Happens to just about every team in the league every year. So I don't even hold that against the Eagles. I'm more impressed with the way they bounced back since then because that's the true indicator or indication of who this team is. Yeah, and you talked about the focus uh, throughout that, and just we saw that here in this game on both sides of the football. It's a, a saying that has gotten a little bit cliche, especially in this city, but trust the process. This team embodies that. All right, 144 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Miles Sanders is at the podium. How's it feel to get 1,000 yards? Uh, it's a blessing. Uh, our God, I got to give all credit to God. Um, hard work and uh, my old line of course and coach stout i'm gonna say the same stuff but um ain't done yet um it's a it's a great accomplishment long uh long time coming but um ain't done yet second career high i think in three weeks rushing um hmm. what's working uh i don't know um i do know but you know I, <laughs> I, I i put everything in god's hands uh i've been to that and it's just been blessing me blessings on blessings and uh, I got to give all my credit to the O-line. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a, it's going to sound repetitive, but I, I really do respect and appreciate my O-line and, and Coach Stout for believing in me and coaching staff believing, Coach Shane believing in me, uh, Coach Nick believing in me. So I um, couldn't do it without them. You said um, 
but you do know what's working now. Individually, is it is it the health? Is it, you know, Nick said that you are definitely playing better. Um, what would you say individually when looking at yourself as making um, it was all all mindset. Um, I could say, just yeah, I just gotta say it's all all mindset. Um, everything's coming together, and you know my mindset changed, and just focus on what I control, control what I can control, and that's what I've been doing. Um, whatever is blocking, whatever, I'm just have out there having fun. As long as I'm having fun, I, I think everything else will take care of itself. But just doing my job and and doing whatever I can to help the team win. Uh, Super Bowl. Going back to the offseason, Miles, you said you made some changes in your workout routine. Do you think that helped? Absolutely. Um, this uh, workout change, not, I didn't really change it much, um, but like I said, it's all, all mindset. Uh, my mindset changed and my demeanor changed and uh, just focused on more important things and what, what I need to do to, you know, stay healthy. You know, I'm, I'm in the training room sometimes when I don't even need to be in there just to keep my body right. And it's, it's been working. Any additional meeting when uh, Saquon's across the field? Say that again. Any additional meeting when Saquon's across the field? And you've yeah, that's my dog. I'm, I'm proud of him too. Um, you know, all the stuff that he's been going through. You know, his uh, health and stuff. But I'm happy he's playing uh, at a high level, healthy too. And I know he's a little banged up today, but uh, I'm just happy for him too, just like he was happy for me. How important was it to jump on them early the way he did 21 nothing? Uh, super good because uh, we know the type of packages that they like to do. They like to put a lot of guys up in front and, you know, try to bully you with those blitzes and, and, and games and stuff. But we're too talented on outside, so we, we got them uh, too talented up front, too. Um, you guys got to say thanks to Coach Stout and, and, and Kelsey, you know, figuring out how we're going to pick up all the exotic blitzes that they have and pick them up and, and gash them on all of them. And they kind of shy, shied away from all that exotic stuff that they tried to do. Uh, early in the third quarter, uh, you were really excited after a block you made for Jalen. Yeah, Why yeah. were you so excited about that? Oh man, uh, I had a plan to uh, yell like the water boy because I was mic'd up today, and I hope y'all hear it. But yeah, that's exactly what went on. <laughs> Do you, um, how hard is it to not think about how much money you're making yourself? Is Say that again. Is it hard to not think about all the money you're making yourself this year? Oh, I ain't worried about that. That's gonna come. That's gonna come. I ain't going. I don't want to talk about it, but, but it yeah. is a contract year. Is every year a contract year for you? Uh, worry about the. Worry about getting better each game, and that's that's what's got me this far. Well, so you, what do you mean, clutch your spot in the playoffs here? Just that's big, four, four big, but we're not done. We got a lot more stuff that we want to do, and we got four more games to show it. When you broke a thousand, were you aware of it on the field? Uh, no, not until the end, not until the end. But it's a blessing. That's all I gotta say. It's a blessing. A uh, long time coming. What, what do you think it means? Like both you and, and AJ went over a thousand yards. You know, you got a rusher and a receiver over a thousand yards the same season. I mean, Probably a pretty big deal for you. Yeah, pretty big deal. Uh, I think it's the first time since I don't, I, I forgot who, but um, it's it's uh it's a good thing, a good thing for the team, good thing for the organization. Um, it's a key t to us winning the, all these games, and as long as everybody keep doing their job, I don't think anybody can beat us. So we're gonna keep it going. What was your reaction when the top ten voting came out and you weren't in there? Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, maybe they should put me in there, but um, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I ain't tripping. Yeah. Got a bigger goal. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't got to play in that thing. So, uh, last one. Do you feel like this offense is, is, is getting better at this point in the season? And, and how far, how, you know, how how good can this offense be heading towards the playoffs and, and getting ready for that run for Jack? Sky's the limit. Um, as as long as we can control, we can control, and you know, not not beat ourselves up. And I think we had a pretty clean game and all over all aspects of the ball. Um, like I said, nobody can beat us. I don't think. Um, just all axes of the ball, I think. Special teams, defense, and offense. Uh, as long as we keep doing what we're doing at a high level, I don't think anybody can compete with us. As long as we keep doing what we're doing at a high level, nobody can beat us. That's Miles Sanders having a career day, talking with that kind of confidence. Do you think that can carry them through? Yeah. 
I, I, I believe it can. And it's what you want. It's what you're looking for as, from a football team, right? As players, we want confirmation. And all the hard work that we put in, the studying, the off-season training, and the only confirmation we can get is the results. And it has to be with Ws. And the more Ws you stack up, the more confidence you're going to have as a football team. And that's why you see from the beginning of the season, as the season progresses, a team starts to play with more swagger the more games that they typically win. And this Eagles team right now, you're starting to see that they believe. First six, seven games of the season, it was more or less pinch myself. Are we really this good? And, <laughs> and can we keep it going? But since that Washington football game and they finally felt defeat and, and realized what that felt like and they didn't like it, they've come out and said, you know what? We are this good and this is what we expect from ourselves. And now they have dared to dream bigger. They're not going to talk about it because that's just what players do. They yep. don't necessarily talk about that end goal. But believe me, they all know it. We all knew it as players. They may talk about it amongst themselves, but they aren't going to talk about it publicly. publicly. And there's a balance there and a thin line between being consumed with it and, and, and daring the dream versus keeping reminding yourself, like, this is what we're working for. So as long as you do it that way, you won't take shortcuts. You won't skip out on what you did in September and October to win those games. You'll continue to do that. And I think that's where this football is at. Football team is at right now, that they're playing with a confidence and a swagger. Like, we're no longer a surprise to the league. We are the best team in football. There's no question. And that's yeah. the thing is there's this, like, this laughable concept that's still out there like today that the Eagles haven't beaten anybody. All this team has done is go out and dominate every single team, for the most part, on the schedule. They are ahead in the number one division, not in the NFL this year, in the history of the NFL. No division has been as dominant in the win-loss column as the 2022 NFC East. They have they destroyed the number two team in the NFC, the Minnesota Vikings, back in week two. They beat the, the, the living breaks off the toughest team in football last week against the Tennessee Titans. Every single test that is thrown in front of this team, they go out and they win and they win decisively in different ways on both sides of the football. All they do is go out and take care of business. Kevin Nagandi, he's a, he's a big Philly fan, as you know. He said, please, everyone, keep talking about the 49ers, Cowboys, Bucks, and Vikings, the NFC. Actually prefer that. Hashtag fly, Eagles fly. You know he's a Philly guy when oh, he's like, come on, yes. keep bringing the talk, right? Yeah, and, and believe me, and inside, players feel that way too. You know, we, we as players, we're looking for some sort of edge to drive us. You, you give me something that's going to drive me and motivate me, I'm going to go out and push myself even more. So the lack of attention or the, the fact that you may be talking up other teams and not necessarily giving this team the credit they think they deserve, it just makes them want to go out there and play harder and play better each week. That's fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? When you're a 12-1, you need little things like that. Michael Jordan, as great as he was, and everyone knew how great he was, he needed something to drive him every year. And he picked out things that he could use to motivate himself, whether they were real or fabricated. Somehow he used his motivation. I'm not saying this team is where MJ is at, but when you're as good as they are and seemingly that much better than everyone else, well, you now know that you're basically competing against your own standards and trying to live up to the own standards that you now have set for yourself. And if it takes someone sliding you or, or, or not mentioning a certain player or coach in postseason awards, anything it could be, right? right? You know, we didn't get NFC Player of the Week. Or yeah. We seemingly get NFC Player of the Week every, <laughs> yeah, right. every week. Somebody does. I won't be surprised if somebody doesn't get it this yep. week also. But they have to find those sort of things to keep them motivated. What is it, four games left to go? Yeah, four, ga right. four games left to go in the season. They know when the postseason, hit, postseason hits, you know, the motivation will be there. But they got to get to that postseason first. Well, right tackle Lane Johnson, he spoke to reporters a little bit ago in the locker room about what it's like playing with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Jalen's an old soul. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, being around him for a few years. I know he definitely likes the old music, the old classics. So, uh, yeah, man, I think he's, he's a mature man for, uh, you know, how, how, you know, how young he is. But I feel like he's always handling, handling himself well, you know, going from college and now, you know, being at the professional level. He's always handled adversity well. He's always worked hard. And now I feel like, you know, his, his talents are really shining through. And uh, But you need that out of your quarterback. 
Dwayne Johnson, of course, was ruled out in this game with an abdominal injury. That's going to be something that we watched throughout the week. Two other injuries just to take note of. Safety, Reed Blankenship, he was carted off as well as punter Aaron Sipos. So when it gets to this time of year, those injuries, if they start to add up, they could really be costly. So three injuries that we'll definitely be taking a look at. Yeah, and that's the one thing you <laughs> – I talk about players talking about certain things. What you don't ever want to talk about is injuries, yeah. right? You always know in the back of your mind that could change the course of your season. It's nothing you can do about it. You got to go out there and play hard every game. You can't go out there and, and, and play as if you're trying to protect yourself from injury. But that would be the only thing that would concern me going down the stretches is can we get to the postseason with our full complement of players – fully healthy and ready to go. I think back to 04, that's the one thing that I'll always have in the back of my mind. Two of our best offensive weapons were one wasn't there in the Super Bowl and Chad Lewis, he got hurt in the NFC Championship game. And imagine if T.O. had been 100% healthy. He gave you nine catches and 122 yards on one leg. If he had both legs, we may have been able to win that game. Yeah, the thing about those injuries, too. I mean, Aaron Sipos goes out uh, with, the, uh, with the ankle injury in the first half, but uh, the way that uh, Jake Elliott went in and punted. Now, thankfully, the Eagles only had to punt one other time <laughs> after that, but Jake Elliott goes in and punts and then uh, <clears throat> give a lot of credit to uh, Britton Covey as well, coming in and holding on a couple yeah. of field goals uh, and in the rain, no less, uh, for Britton Covey to come in and do that. Impressive. All right, quarterback Jalen Hurts, he joins us at the podium. mean to make the playoffs? It means everything to, to come out here and get a W. Um, another week, another challenge in front of us, and an, another week uh, where we've accomplished our goal and getting the win, so we're grateful for that. Jalen, a lot of talk about your game here last year to come back here this year and play so effectively and score you know, three touchdowns in a row on those first three possessions. Um, what click do you think on that? Well, I tell you guys, you know, um, you know, every game is an opportunity to learn from. Um, every moment, there's opportunity to see um, if you've grown, if you haven't, um, to assess it, and ultimately learn something and take away something from it. You know, and I think, um, as I said earlier in the week, all of the games that we've played in in the past, um, every experience that we have, that we've had, um, they've kind of been formative experiences for us, and we've just taken stuff away from them and tried to learn from everything, you know, and I think for us to come out here today and just execute in the way we did, you know, that's that's a testament to the preparation. That's a testament to the experiences that, you know, everything that we went through um, this year, the past, whatever it is. So, like I said, the post-game interview, we just want to continue to grow, chase progress, um, and, you know, continue to raise the standard for ourselves. Um, that's, that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, have you always has been as good on the deep ball? I mean, it just seems like you're just so good on the deep balls as much as anything that yeah. you ever had. Man, there was a point in time where people said I can throw the deep ball and let alone throw it five yards. So um, I've always go out there and play my game for real. You know, we, we put a lot of work in. Smitty, AJ, Quez, um, all of us. We put the work in in the off season, and we just want to come out here and, um, you know, come out here and play, do what we prepared ourselves to do. Sorry, one of those deep balls, obviously, the fourth and seven to uh, Devontae. Just kind of like a going forward on that situation and, and be what you saw with Devontae deep. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that was a, a pivotal moment in the game, um, a, a big momentum swing for us, and um, to be out there and get to a get to a big time play like that, Devontae makes it. I didn't see it. I was on the ground, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I, I can't I have to watch the film to see. But it was a big moment in the game. I'm happy um, it, it went our way. You know, I know the safety was rushing over there. He's headed that way really fast with, a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with some urgency. But, um, you know, we, we made the play. Devontae said you checked to that pre-snap. What did you say? Yeah, I saw just look for him to do exactly what he did. And, you know, we, we did it. Slay said that he wanted to convert to wide receiver after he saw he hit the, the, the third down one to, to Quez. <laughs> he uh, run us through, through that play. Which one? It was, the, uh, it was the third down to Quez down the right sideline. Was it third? Was it third down? It was, like third. It was third. I don't, I don't remember. Blitzer coming toward you. Uh, I don't remember. I had to watch the film. Two wins in a row now. That's a rare one. Two weeks in a row now. 
starters haven't had to play a full game. I mean, is this team really kind of locked in even more than you were earlier in the season at this point? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to get into anything more than what it is. You know, I think that the most simple thing that that we've been trying to do is just trying to, to grow. You know what I'm saying? Try to grow. Try and go out here and execute. Um, it's good that we've prepared in a way where we've been able to execute at a high level. Um, we just want to continue to do that. You know what I'm saying? That's the name of the game. Um, never never get too high, never get too low. Just, just stay true to what's, what's important. Keep the main thing the main thing. And the main thing for me um, is the daily deposits, um, chasing the growth, putting the work in, being consistent. And I think that's that's our main thing as a team as well. What's Miles doing so well right now? He's running the ball really well, hitting the hole, um, showing up when his numbers call. You know, and I think the you know how this offense is. I mean, he's played a really big role in that, being able to show up in, in the moments he's has. He has. Well, the last three weeks, an indication that you all are starting or coming close to playing your best football. Yeah, I know you got some time to go, but what do you think? What do you think? I'm asking you, man. I say I don't. I, I don't. It, it doesn't really matter to me. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't matter to me because I know the preparation that we put in. I know how we prepare. I know the time that we invest into it. I know what we sacrifice to come out here and play on Sundays. But not only that, the preparation throughout the weeks, well, coming home late, getting up early, doing all those things. And if you want something bad enough, you have to be able to sacrifice some things for it and you know work for it. So. You know, I don't think um, when you put the type of work in that we put in and when you invest what you invest into it, you know, you, you go out there and, you, you know, you just want to execute at a high level. You want to kind of collect the check. You want to um, let all the work show. You know, and I think that's just what we're doing as a football team. It all comes down to the process. Nothing else, um, no outcome of anything else. Like, it's about the process. What are you doing throughout the week to prepare yourself for the game? So... We just need to stay true to that. I said that this week um, in the presser this week in Philly. Stay true to the process and the hustle and, and what's important and everything else will always handle itself. You kind of mentioned some of those doubters you've had in the past. Has that helped? Has that driven you or have you always been like that? Yeah, I, you know, I, I carry my scars with me everywhere I go. Um, I don't forget. Um, do I waste my energy worrying about the pain of someone else, the uh, pain of a sheep? Um, no, but um, I, I truly invest my focus in me getting getting better as a team, uh, getting better as a player, excuse me, getting better as a quarterback, um, and doing the things I need to do for my team. So um, everybody in their opinion don't deposit at the bank. Um, I just, you know, I just literally, I just try and stay true to myself, stay true to my teammates, and um, just just chase that growth alongside with them. How important was it to jump out to such a big lead on your first three possessions? Yeah, I think when you come, when you're able to come out and execute at a high level early, um, had some had a long drive, the first drive had some uh, some conversions on third down. Um, I mean, that's big. It's really big. You know, the the importance of execution when you're getting these different looks. We know that coach had the, um, you know, he has the the pedigrees known for doing exotic things, and you have to be able to execute versus those exotic looks. Okay, thanks, guys. Thanks, Joe. It was fourth and seven. The birds go for it. Jalen Hurts finds Devontae Smith in the end zone. So, of course, Fran had to break it down earlier today in this week's Rico Review. All right, let's take a look back into the first half. One of the top highlights from this game, a 41-yard touchdown reception by Devontae Smith. It happened on fourth and seven. And what we're going to see here is a great example of what the Eagles have been doing over the last month to defeat the Blitz. Since the Eagles have come back from the bye week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, they have been the most explosive pass offense against the Blitz in the entire NFL. This play perfectly encapsulates exactly why. First up, you're going to see that Jalen Hurts is in an empty set here. He's all by himself in the backfield. Now, what this means on fourth down is that if the Giants want to blitz, which they are, you're in, they're in their pressure look, they cannot disguise anything because the ball is likely to come out fast when you are by yourself in the backfield like Jalen Hurts is. You're not going to be holding on to the football, waiting for things to develop down the field. It is going to be a rhythm throw for the quarterback. So you can't disguise if you're the defense. If you're going to blitz, you need all of those rushers 
up on the line of scrimmage. And that's exactly what the Giants are here. The number one blitz team in the NFL, the New York Giants. So the Eagles are expecting pressure. They go empty to spread the defense out. And you confirm that you've got man-to-man -man coverage. This is a man look all the way for Jalen Hurts. So he knows he's got Devontae Smith one-on-one -on -one in the slot. And the Eagles are running a great man-beating concept. It is a slot fade where basically you're going to get Devontae Smith running a fade to the outside. The route from A.J. Brown, he's just going to hold that corner underneath to keep him from running into this area. That's why this slot fade, they're often called a big box fade because you have a ton of space, this large box out by the sideline for Jalen Hurts to be able to drop this ball in outside the numbers for Devontae Smith. Look at this ball from Jalen Hurts as we let this run. Outstanding throw to get this away from the safety. There's no threat from the corner or the outside. It is perfectly placed. Devontae looks it in over the shoulder, through his eyelids, pulls this in for a touchdown. 41 yards to the house for Devontae Smith. The Eagles keep up their explosive ways against the pass. Again, the number one explosive offense against the Blitz so far over the last month and a half, this Philadelphia Eagles offense. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, 41 yards for a touchdown. Now is your chance to vote for the Toyota Player of the Week. Go to PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash Toyota Player of the Week to cast your vote and get a chance at a brand new Toyota. All right, let's see what we got for our three nominees tonight. Starting it off with the defensive guy, Brandon Graham. Three sacks today. That was his fourth quarter strip sack. Of course, Jalen Hurts. This is him rushing in for his 10th rushing touchdown of the year. And number three, Miles Sanders, 1,000 yards for him. What do we think, guys? Wow, that is a tough, tough one. We're going to have to choose from today. You know what? <laughs> I got to go with the old man. Give me Brandon All Graham. Right. Three sacks today, three tackles for loss, another three quarterback hits. Uh, BG, turn back the clock today. <laughs> NFC Defensive Player of the Week, I'm going to guess, uh, for Brandon Graham. Three Why sacks for yes. uh, I like that one. <laughs> yes. uh, I like his odds here for this one. Um, for me, this is tough. It's hard. It's tough. I, I think know. I'm going to go Jalen. Jalen was awesome in the okay. beginning of this game. And again, the, the milestones that he continues to hit almost on a weekly basis, both throwing the football and running. He gets into the end zone again as a runner here in this game. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. All right. Get your votes in on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Let's move on to the Jamison nightcap, shall we? Wheels up to Chicago. Let's see what we got. The Bears, they were on a bye this week, so it'll be a little more fresh going into Sunday's game. They are 3-10. They sit fourth in the NFC North. Justin Fields, though, you can never count him out he's really come on the past month or so showing what he could be potentially as a quarterback in the National Football League but on paper the Eagles of course are the much much better team yeah and watching Justin Fields play um, reminds me a lot of where Jalen was a year ago uh, as a football player where he's a run first type of quarterback that's where he's going to hurt you first and foremost but he does have the ability with his arm to push the ball down the field yep. I just don't think he has the requisite weapons on the outside to necessarily do it consistently but he's the type of player that if he gets an opportunity to make a play with his legs is he at a thousand yards yet? I know he was close to a thousand about a week ago. So that lets you know he's more than willing to use his legs. Yeah, <clears throat> I think when you look at the, that group of pass catchers right now, Darnell Mooney, who was the number one receiver, he's on injured reserve. He's going to be out. Khalil Herbert, the backup running back who'd been working in tandem with David Montgomery, uh, he was on injured reserve. I think he's eligible to come back. We'll see if he's eligible here uh, in this game. But between Fields and Montgomery. You're going to be worried about the run game here defensively. And then when you go on the other side of the football, this is a group that's just banged up. Obviously, they traded away Robert Quinn. They traded away the linebacker, Roquan Smith. They lost Eddie Jackson. He's on injured reserve. One of the starting corners is on injured reserve. So it's a banged up mash unit there defensively. Sirianni said it earlier. He said, all we could do is care about our own business. So they, they're fortunate that they are in that situation. All they have to look to right now is beating the Bears next Sunday. But we will have you covered all throughout the week leading up to the big game on Sunday. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. The Eagles are 12-1. They punched their ticket to the playoffs. And uh, we appreciate you joining us on the post-game show presented by Rico. Go Birds!